everybody. Welcome to Burn After Reading. Yes, we're back on the airwaves for you. <laughs> yep. uh, welcome, welcome to, to the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the... What is well, this? It's uh, the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Yeah, with Ramesh Ranganathan and, and my special guest. Uh, DJ Premier. DJ Premier. Did yeah. you make that up? No, he has been a guest on it. All uh, um, right, I don't he, know a DJ Premier. Um, it's a guy from Gangstar. He used it to promote his own album. It was a really waste of a podcast, as far as I was concerned. Really? I just didn't like it. I saw through the promotion, Robin. Here no. on Burn After Reading, we don't succumb to things like that. No, but my drinks brand. Thanks for asking, Robin. Oh yeah, is going through trying times at the moment. It is. Um, so um, any support you guys have. Well, we don't know anything about your drinks brand at the well, moment. So you say any support. I I'm mean, gonna, what are people meant to, to do? How are they meant I, to support it's, you? It's still pretty secretive right now, but <laughs> I would appreciate it yeah. if, you know, if people who do know about it, who are few and far between and who do not listen to this podcast, but mm-hmm. well, maybe they will. It's a trying time to launch a drinks brand. Well, why is that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Give me one good reason. <laughs> Well, I've been spending a lot of time playing Call of Duty, and that is not conducive to launching a drinks brand. No, I don't think it is. I think that is a procrastination yeah. um, on your drinks brand. What you, The time you could be spending, you know, pushing the brand, executing some really good strategy. Making the brand. drinks. You haven't made the drink. No, we're still in the making of the drink phase. Um, oh, you really need to get a few things together. We've got some of them. We've got some litres... So you've got a couple of liters of. Your, <laughs> I've, got, of no, I've got more than a couple. <laughs> but what kind of what 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 what's this drink doing for people? It's fizzy. Like? <laughs> it's a fizzy drink. Okay, so it's in the fizzy drink market. Well, some of the bottles are fizzy, some of them aren't. But it's a fizzy. It's a. It's supposed to be a fizzy drink. Yeah, and it makes people feel what fizzy. refreshed, fizzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Yeah. Okay, I, I know the exact market you're going for. Yeah. You're going for that. Teenage mums. <laughs> yeah, teenage mums. <laughs> pregnant teenage mums. Pregnant teenage mums market. Yeah, just looking to boost their sort of fizzy exactly. levels. They haven't, they haven't felt fizzy in a while since they got pregnant. And, no. well, that's where my drink steps in. Well, I can't wait to hear more about it in the you know the following episodes. I feel like... Look, things are moving very fast. So well, it sounds like they're episode. slowing down considerably <laughs> at, at the well, same time. Look, whatever. But. Well, what 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 I will say, I will speak on behalf of everyone, all our listeners, when I say I can't wait to hear more about it and to taste some of that fizz, that sweet, sweet fizz. Hey, look, we might be doing a uh, cross-promotion at some point with the podcast, so oh, stay in tune. Stay Pardon? in tuned, guys. Watch this pod space. Watch this pod um, space. Should we introduce the podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Burn After Reading, guys, uh, the show where two amazing script writers uh, write each other secret scripts for yeah. your entertainment. And well, yeah, it's it's got quite it's gone quite far now, hasn't it? In terms of our own entertainment, I mean, we're we're alone in separate houses doing this. That's right. To... This is a remote pod uh, for obvious reasons. We're remoting. Philip Leekos Corbett. Yeah, that's me. Got a strong vibe going. I've got, yeah, I've been wearing a cap quite a bit. Yeah, I'm wearing no cap today. You're not, I, 
You know, I expected you to be wearing a cap. Yeah, yeah, and you did, I was didn't gonna you? bring it up before we even started recording. Sure. Um and then I thought I'd just let it go. But I do feel weird that you're not. It looks weird when I wear, you know, headphones over ear headphones without a cap, I have to say. I'd say it's like they got an egg, rolled it in uh Yeah. Rolled <laughs> just it in rolled what? it around in the corner of a dusty room. What? You're <laughs> describing my head as an egg that's just been rolled around the corner. All oh, right. Okay, then. Your head... It's a nice egg. No, your head looks like they've... Uh, I don't know. They've dropped it in and out of the toilet. And then they've stuck a hat on it. That's not very nice, is it? Yeah, well, yours wasn't particularly nice either. Yeah, well... Oh, can we go back to being friends again? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, there's there's a, a distance between us, Robin, and I feel it's bringing out the worst in us. Yeah. Um, but do you know what will bring us together again? What's that? Two scripts. Oh, hey, how about that? Two scripts by Boy, two friends. Boy, are we in luck then? Yeah, because I've got a script, um, which I'm really excited about. And have you got a script today? I I do. Excellent. Then we've got everything we need <laughs> for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's almost as if we planned this. Yeah. Just want to say, thank you so much for everyone that's listened so far. You know, friends, families, strangers... Thank you for listening. And also, overwhelming positivity coming back. So, thank you. And a lot of exciting projects in the future. Not just Phil's Drinks brand. Potentially more. Sponsorships. Drink I'll say sponsorships. no more. I'll say no more at this point. But it's very exciting times. Um, and the theme tune you heard at the start, that's by DJ Kenny. Oh, um, yeah. We should have probably said that earlier, hey? Yeah, Maybe, we should have uh, said that. Wait, let's play the theme tune now. Now we've played it twice. It just feels a bit overkill, doesn't it? But um, yeah. Maybe stop playing it, Robin. Yeah. Sorry, I keep playing it. Um, uh, but yeah, big shout out to DJ Kenny, who's a huge fan of the podcast. Uh, it's just Kenny. Sorry? It's just Kenny. There's no DJ in front of it. DJ He's Kenny, still... Kenny, whatever you're going to call him. Doesn't matter. He wants in and he wrote us that very... Shall we play it again? Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> play, it. let's play it again. Okay, here's it, here's it again for a third time. As you can tell, we're, we're giving that a lot of airtime. Should we? Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, uh, should we crack on, Phil? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Should we? Should we go with yours first? Let's let's go with mine then. Hey. Okay. So, uh, give me the lowdown, Phil. What do I need oh. to know about this script? And you are playing Jeff. Jeff. You're playing Jeff. You're Where's playing... Jeff from? Jeff is from. Mm, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Maryland. All right. Okay. Yeah. Karen. Karen, I'm playing. Yeah, she's Lovely. from Baltimore, Maryland as well. But not with the same voice. I'll try and mix it up. Yeah. Um, I'll do my girl Jeff. voice. I'm getting really good at that. Yeah, we've been practicing those, haven't we? Yeah. So, yeah, you're Jeff and you're Karen. Uh, and if there's anyone I've forgotten, I'll just have to tell you halfway through. <laughs> you're also them. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, when you're ready, introduce it and we will we will go for it. Okay. Uh, this is Agency. Wait, no, no, I'm going to do that bit again. Uh, 
Yeah. This is agency. Internal agency lobby morning. In struts Jeff, 36, well quaffed. He's on hands free. No, 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 no. No, it's not like that, Adam. These things take time. Grace, the intern, 20s, bored, appears presenting a tablet. Uh huh, uh huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta run, Adam. Something's just come up. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace. Here you go, Daddy. Uh-huh. These, the, uh, reports? From 2018 till today. <laughs> Jeff fingers the tablet. His face drops like a shit from a dog's arsehole. Internal main office, day. Brian is wearing a bandana and a hangover. He's looking at pictures of Princess Diana's death. <laughs> Brian, uh, you got a minute? I, uh, I'm a little busy. <laughs> Can it wait? He saves the images to a folder named More Evidence. <laughs> Internal Karen's office. Karen lies back in her chair, her eyes closed. The radio is on. Now, Karen, for $500, who was Johnny Appleseed? Wasn't he the paedophile that owned Oakley sunglasses? I'm, uh, I'm afraid that's incorrect, Karen. Ah, shit. I'm going to have to apologize. Yes. Karen slicks her hair back and hides her cocaine as Jeff pops his head through the door. Uh, yes, Karen, just need a few minutes. If it isn't just the world's worst human being, come in, make yourself at home. Would you like a Turkish tea and an eclair? Jeff strides in. Brian skulks behind him. Adam Granger has been trying to get a hold of you. Said you've been avoiding his calls and emails. I haven't heard anything. Karen plays a voicemail from her phone. Hi, Karen. It's Adam Granger here. I've been trying to get a hold of Jeff for a few days now. There have been some, let's say... Worrying signs regarding our website traffic. Jeff pounces on the phone. Yes, yes, he's just, it's, it's his daughter's bar mitzvah this weekend, and he wants me to be the rabbi. But you haven't got a beard, yo. <laughs> At least you've been circumcised. Look, I noticed some anomalies a while back, and had the intern look into it. Grace is staring at Jeff and unbuttoning her blouse. Here, take a look. Karen scrolls the tablet. What am I looking at here? Someone's been siphoning off the juice, squeezing the sack, sucking the straw. Isn't that right, Brian? I don't know what you're talking about, essay. Snakeholes.net, hats, hats, hats.com, old man and a shoe. Is this you, Brian? Yo, I ain't saying shit until my lawyer gets here. We're not the police, Brian. We're your SEO agency colleagues. Tell me what I need to know. Yo, it's like this, yo. This homie comes up to me when I'm hanging out with my essays on a little SEO side hustle. He's all like, 
Brian, internal internet cafe day. Brian is doing SEO on his computer. A scary ass motherfucker walks straight in. Yo, you Brian, you the SEO guy, yeah? And I'm all like, I don't know nothing about SEO, SA. And he's all like, yo, don't lie to me. And I'm all like, yo, yeah, I do. Sorry for lying to you, homie. And he's all like, yo, it be like this. You're going to use your agency's private blogging network to give my cousin his website a little love. At which point he points to his cousin who is this shady ass looking motherfucker with a shirt and a tie and a side parting and shit. And I'm all like, I don't want to mess with either of these homies because one's going to kill me and the other one going to film it and charge all the homies to watch it. So I'm all like, okay, homie, please don't kill me and film it. And they're all like, what you talking about, homie? And I'm all like, I don't know, it's just... Jesus Christ, Brian. Yes? Hi. Um, there's a lawyer here for Brian. <laughs> Yo, don't tell my lawyer I told you guys anything, yeah? Karen's phone rings. Yes? Sorry. I mean, Karen Kite, Kite, Kiln and Kennedy. Uh-huh. 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 Suck my dick, Faulkner. Karen looks out of her office to see Faulkner Fantasy and his team stood in the window, dressed like the KKK. Karen's response is measured. I'm going to kill that asshole in front of his children and then make them clean up his blood with their own toothbrushes. Jesus Christ, Karen. Um, Karen, your lawyer is here now. Something about you skipping your alimony payments? <clears throat> Is my lawyer here yet? I was expecting him at half past. Uh, I'm not sure. There are quite a few lawyers raiding the <laughs> reception right now. <laughs> Internal lobby. Twelve lawyers are checking their watches and loosening their ties. The lift opens. It's Aunt McPartland <laughs> flanked by a legion of lawyers. Wow, um, there's a lot to digest. <laughs> um, first of all, excellent script. Thank you very really much. Really enjoyed it. I, sp- I spent a long time writing that one. Did you? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. It seems like you did. Um, mm. What yeah. made you want to write about an SEO agency? Well, I just thought, <laughs> um, you know, Madman needs uh, <laughs> Madman. Is it called Madman or Madman? It needs Madman. An- Mad Men needs a needed a modern retelling, right? Yeah, you know that sexy, sexy, sexy SEO. <laughs> that's well, it used to be a sexy marketing advertising agency, and then what nowadays? You know, all those places they're you know for idiots and G Willips, but nowadays G Willips, G Willips, and nowadays, right? What's the closest thing to that is an SEO agency. They're fucking fast paced. They're hot. They're mean, and they mean business. See, like the way I thought of it, it was like more of a war of attrition. But the the, pe- the picture you're painting is it's quite sexy. It's very sexy. <laughs> like this is the thing. This is the thing about uh, SEO agencies. It's incredibly sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is. if you just walk into an SEO agency, there's just a lot of sexual energy yeah. all ar- all around you. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, we would know because we're both we both work in SEO quite a lot. I, yeah, we we've done some SEO work. Yeah, and so. the sex on offer there is oh, it's unfathomable to anyone that hasn't worked at an SEO agency. 
You know, really there is, is. like, because I take it that everyone in this script, yeah, are just fucking. Oh, mate. Uh, the thing is, though, that so Karen's obviously a bit jealous, but she doesn't really want to let on because she's basically using Jeff for the, you know, for his penis. Um, so <laughs> she knows that Jeff's into this whole daddy thing and that Grace is playing into it. But then Grace's dad, actual dad, is a partner in the agency. Wow. So she can't fire Grace at any point. So Grace can kind of get away with bloody murder. But bloody murder in most cases is just her calling Jeff daddy and you know getting her boobs up. Wow, yeah, because even like in that that latter latter part of that scene, she was undoing her blouse. Yeah, she does that. All she's the time. very sexual. Oh, she's isn't she? very very sensual. Tell me, tell me, what's Brian's? Um, what's Brian up to? He he's got he's in a bit of trouble, isn't he, Brian? And sorry, uh, is he um, Central American by any chance? Uh, you could call him Central American. <laughs> he's in a bit of trouble, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he was up to he was hanging out with the homies. Yeah doing a bit of SEO outside of school and these guys came up to him and they, you know, basically they, they're using, well, they've convinced him to use the private blogging network for the agency in yeah. order to kind of boost uh, the ranking link to the websites for this uh, this guy. Yeah, so what sort of websites is he is he looking at? Because I noticed a couple of strange names for websites. He's, th- this guy's into all sorts. Yeah, like hats, hats, hats. <laughs> And then there's one called Snake in a Hole. Snake, Snake in a Hole, Snake Holes. Snake Holes, sorry. Um, what what would that be? What's snake, well, Snake Holes snake is a website. Holes, yeah. Snake Holes is a website where you you show the picture, <laughs> and yeah, and you have to you have to figure out whether it's a, a, a hole that a snake has made. <laughs> oh God. Or whether it's a man's asshole. <laughs> So, so all these people that Brian's entrusted with his <laughs> SEO, <laughs> they're looking at snakes hole. They're looking at that. Snake holes. Yeah, snake, snake holes. Hole. Sorry. They're looking at yeah. snake holes. It's um, really been rising up <laughs> the rankings recently <laughs> for a lot of snake related uh, searches. Yeah. Um, so, and what's hats, hats, hats? <laughs> It's a, it's a hat store. It's, it's a, just, just a hat store. It's a simple hat store. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's no like dual meaning with that because <laughs> snake holes. <laughs> it's it's something quite you know promiscuous. It's a bit dirty. It's a bit weird. Yeah. No, it's it's hats 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 is a hat store, but it it does also double up <laughs> as an online bowling alley. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> So it does have so, a dual meaning, but it's a yeah, much so more people come innocent. There, yeah, that's it. People come there looking. It works both ways, right? Yeah. People come... <laughs> works both ways. <laughs> yeah, because people come there looking when, for hats. When people come in looking for hats, and they can also go bowling. <laughs> so that's the thing. They come there looking for hats. What yeah. do they know? Five minutes later, they're bloody playing bowling. Oh wow! You know they've bought they bought the lane for an hour. I have to say, the amount of times I've either been bowling. There yeah. was this one time uh, in London uh, and uh, I was bowling and I said, what would be really nice about now is if they had some hats for sale. Well, that's it. That's where, so you don't even leave to leave. And this is very topical, isn't it? You don't need to leave the comfort of your own home Ooh. to go both bowling. Relevant content coming up. Exactly. Go, go Both go bowling and hat shopping from the comfort 
of your bedroom. That's great. So, how do you bowl uh, in your bedroom? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just walk me through use, it. You use the trackpad. The trackpad. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of you kind of have to like use two use three fingers like you would a bowling ball. Yeah. yeah and you put them on your trackpad. Yeah. Right? Don't have you, a lot of gotta, room now. You've got to. <laughs> I'm doing. You got to do. Yeah. You got to do it quite close together. Yeah. So and, it's, a, and, it's, and it's almost you, like a tiny ball, isn't it? Yeah. And then you. <laughs> exactly. And then you you, you drag it back. Yeah. And then you release it forward, and you can put a bit of spin on it. You just got to twist <laughs> your fingers on. Yeah, I well, yeah, I think that I can see that really hitting off. So it's like a computer game, really. It's not like it, or is it virtual reality bowl? All I'm picturing is like you know when it was like the Wii did like yeah. that bowling game. I'm just... Oh, it's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, it's like that, and you or you can buy a hat. Yeah. And so a lot of people come there. That's the thing is a lot of people come there just looking to bowl. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Sure. Hats on offer. I'll get a fucking hat as well. Why not, man? Don't mind if I do. I'll take yeah, one of those. Oh, I've got a head. Put a hat on it. <laughs> what kind of hats do they do? Like any kind? <clears throat> Exclusively bucket hats. <laughs> <laughs> they could have called it like bucket and bowl or something. Um, that's great. Instead, that's great. But instead, they called it hats, 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 <laughs> with no, with no. No inclination that they also do bowling, isn't that, isn't well, that bad? No, no, because hats, hats, hats is bowling slang, isn't it? No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's for it when you have a <laughs> when? when you have a great when you have a great game of bowling, yeah. <laughs> and when you finish yeah. afterwards, you're supposed to go hats, hats, hats. <laughs> oh wow, um, I've been doing bowling wrong for so long. Yeah, but well, you clearly haven't had a great game, otherwise you'd have heard them saying hats, hats, hats to hats, you. Hats, hats, hats. Hats, uh, hats, hats. Wow. Um, okay, next time I go bowling, whenever that is, twenty twenty one, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that with all my friends. I can't wait. Yeah, mate. But um, I actually just wanted because there's so much of the script left to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So this TV series, exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see them as like really quick, like snappy twenty minute episodes, prime time, uh, like uh, American TV? Like absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not. This not. is a this is a this is a fifty minute episode a 50 minute episode oh yeah it's like um who was that guy that wrote social network um uh aaron sorkin yeah always so talking. it's like exactly always talking aaron sorkin yeah uh it's it's gonna be exactly like that basically like like the stuff that he made like west wing sorry you comparing agency <laughs> to west yeah. wing yeah it's, it's basically the same as west wing it's like imagine <laughs> west wing in an seo agency and there's more fucking, obviously. Yeah. Well, it's a completely different series, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. There, it looks, yeah, but there are some similarities Also, there. what a great way to, you know, what a great snippet for this episode. Imagine West Wing, but an <laughs> SEO agency and loads more fucking. I mean, what a... What a that's it, mate. What a way that's, to I mean, this episode. that's how I sold this script to 20th Century Fox. You've sold it, have you? Yeah, yeah, they snapped it up. So you've... They've actually confirmed it? Yeah, as soon as I told them Aaron Sorkin was writing it. Oh, but he hasn't. You've written no. it. <laughs> so, wait, so you've just told them the idea, but you've started writing it. Yeah. I hate. I, I, I mean, I hate to say this, but I think they might be a bit disappointed when they realise that Aaron Sorkin hasn't written any of it. Look, you've, like my mum always said, you've got to start somewhere. <laughs> ripping off Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. You've got to start ripping off... Aaron Sorkin someday. 
Um, <laughs> uh, this is a really good script. I just like it. And I can, hey. you know, 50 minutes or 20 minutes, you know, whatever 20th Century Fox want to go with. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all in favor of it. I will be watching every single second of this series because I feel uh, you'll be a fool to miss it. One more thing before we move on. Yep. One more thing before we move on. Jo- Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just remember that bit. At the very start, um, Karen uh, uh, Karen says that Johnny Appleseed is a paedophile that started Oakley Sunglasses. Well, he is, yeah. Is he? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, weirdly, in the script, the um, radio host actually got it wrong. And um, so it's a misconception about what Johnny Appleseed is. I mean, I don't know. Some people say some something else. But actually, he was the guy who started the Oakley Sunglasses empire. Wow. Um, I've never heard that. Like, for me, Johnny Appleseed, um, wasn't he like some sort of fabled tale about some sort of old American boy that, you know, he went from town to town planting apple trees or something like that? Did, wasn't that Johnny Appleseed? No. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think no, the guy what... who started Oakley Sunglasses was called Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was. Okay. It was, um, you, yeah. And he, uh, you know, I mean, I can't stress this enough. He was, he was a massive pedophile. Right, uh, and that's a really good thing to stress as well. Yeah, it's important that people know this. Those sunglasses, your cool Oakleys that you're wearing, <laughs> made by a pedophile. Oh, I can never wear my cool Oakleys again. I've got put them away. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to because I've got a couple in my room right now that are out in the open and now every time I look at Oakley sunglasses <laughs> I'm going to think of paedophiles which well that's unfortunate isn't yeah. it but that's just the way because they look cool of the world they look cool as well what a shame that's it um, well that's they're designed like that to attract children yeah now it's all fitting into place isn't it because yeah. now that I look at them I go this is a paedophile sunglass isn't it <laughs> I just, if I were you, anyone who's listening, if you've got a pair of Oakleys, <laughs> chuck them straight in the bin. Yeah, we don't, don't we, buy in. We don't endorse paedophiles here. Not on burn no. after reading. Nope, absolutely not. Actually, you know what, Phil? I'll put them in the yep. fire. Oh. You hear that? Go on, An early fire. Right, they're in, they're on the fire. Um, they're gone. Before we move on to um, uh, my script, um, we're going to have a word from our sponsors. Oh my god! Oh my god, what's happening here? This is a disaster! This is it! The day I dreamed would never happen has finally come! This is... the end of the world! Hey, there's no need to panic. Mark? From Mark's Cut and Comb? What are you doing here? That's right, it's me, Mark, from Mark's Cut and Comb, where we believe a bad hair day isn't. The end of the world. Wow, my hair is better than ever before. That's right. There's no need to curl up and die. At Mark's Cut and Comb, we deliver the most professional haircuts, the best styles, at affordable prices. Thanks, Mark. Uh, that really was a close shave. Haha, <laughs> most welcome. So comb on over to Mark's Cut and Comb where we save the world and save you money one cut at a time. Uh, and that was uh, Mark's Cut and Comb, uh, who we have to say a big thank you for uh, throwing out their sponsorship for the show. Yeah, they paid a lot of money for that. 
they he they did they did he was very insistent and the money you know it really did add up in the end so hey um, it, we're gonna survive this winter <laughs> on that alone i believe yeah yeah so a uh, big shout out again to mark's cut and comb if you're in um where is he based dalston <laughs> if you're in dalston um head on over to mark's cut and comb he's a really nice guy great smile mm. and um lots yeah. of teeth Lo- loads of teeth okay well let's move on uh, to the back script that's right uh, my script uh named upperton matters brilliant name thank you um i hope you enjoy the script um there's nothing really uh, too much you need to know uh phil okay i want you to play the part of lord upperton very good mrs hodgepot mrs hodgepot mrs hodgepot and uh the chambermaid emily and Emily, wow, okay. Yeah, so you got you got three parts in this one. And apart from that, you don't need to know anything else. I hope you really enjoy reading it, Phil. So let me introduce it. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Upperton Matters. Internal, horse carriage, morning. A horse-drawn carriage skips along a pristine country path. Inside the carriage sit Lord and Lady Upperton, an elderly, aristocratic, and frightfully wealthy couple. Well, that was a delightful visit to London. I do love to see the city, Winston. It was so nice of your cousin, Lord Winchester, to to house us for the duration of that fine banquet. Yes, quite. Although I do find that wife of his a tad queer. She is beautiful and elegant, yet her manner is most uncouth for someone of the Winchester standing. Yes, quite. You're not actually listening to me, are you? You're just waiting until I finish talking to simply reply, yes, quite. Yes, quite. Honestly, Winston, 45 years of marriage and this is all we have left. I wish you would just talk to me again. Elizabeth. Do you ever shut up? Lady Upperton is silenced. The carriage continues to clip-clop along until they reach their home. External, Upperton Manor. Clive the footman helps his lord and lady out of the carriage. Clive is a working-class man with aspirations above his stations. (laughs) Good day, my lord. I trust your visit to London was as constructive as it was enjoyable? Oh, shut up, Clive, you stupid sack of shit. Where's the girl? The, the girl, my lord. Are you deaf as well as ugly? Yes, the girl. Mrs. Hodgepot, my lord. That grotesque and hefty husk of flesh? No, you imbecile. I'm talking about the other one. You know, the petite one who serves us tea. Oh, forgive me, my lord. You must be talking about the pretty chambermaid, Emily. God, you stink like shit. Almost like a cheese that has taken a shit. But yes, get Emily to come serve us some Earl Grey. Very good, my lord. Clive dashes off to the servants' quarters. What is that ghastly smell, Winston? Just the footman, dear. Looks like he's been at the Stilton again. Internal. Servants' quarters. Clive enters in a huff, really miffed. Awaiting his return are Mrs Hodgepot, an older servant with heft and no class, and Emily, a beautiful diamond in the raft. I swear, one day I'm going to butcher that old bastard. Seems like... 
Sounds, <laughs> sounds like our Lord and Lady returned in good spirits. Good spirits, my smelly ass. He said, I stink a cheese. That took a shit. Well, uh, you have been at the Stilton again, Clive. <laughs> I've been at the Stilton. You've been at the Stilton. Let's not point our cheesy fingers, okay? We all stink. Don't you worry, dear. One day the Uptons will have their come up and then we'll have all the cheese to ourselves. Clive and Mrs. Hodgepot passionately kiss. God, you're vile. You ain't so bad yourself, sugar. Emily, the Lord and Lady want you to serve their old grey. Oh, me? Who? Me? Yeah, you. Come on then, don't keep them waiting. Emily dashes out of the room like a tiny mouse. Now, where were we? Internal, Lord Upperton's bedroom, later that evening. We see a couple of bodies gyrating together under the duvet. Lord Upperton's head pops out the top as he begins a satisfied, guttural moan. Oh my... Oh yes, quite. That's it, the old soldier's mounted his steed and they're riding, riding, riding into battle. Oh, watch out for Napoleon. There he is. That's it, oh god, yes, nearly. There. And... The doors burst open and Lady Upton suddenly enters the room. Oh my god, what is going on in here? Lord Upton spins round in a fright, head drenched in sweat. Clive's head rises from beneath the duvet. (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth, my darling, uh, it's not what you think. Oh, really, Winston? I would love to hear how being balls deep in the footman's arsehole is not what I think. I should really be off. Clive scampers out of the room completely naked apart from socks. This is just a misunderstanding, dear. The footman was only here to... I don't want to hear it, Winston. But I'll let you sleep. You must be exhausted after all the flandering. Lady Upton turns round and slams the door in Lord Upton's face. (laughs) Internal hallway, moments later. Lady Upton sighs and stands with her back to the door when Emily appears from the shadows. I trust my lady saw what she needed. I saw a touch too much sack, if I'm being totally honest. Lady Upton slips a coin to the chambermaid. Pleasure doing business with you, milady. <laughs> Lady Upton and Emily smile wryly at each other as the screen cuts to black and opening credits roll. Bam. Bam, 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 bam. Thank bam. you, ma'am. Amazing. Well done. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming this is a sort of kind of um, Downton Abbey meets, um, I mean, what would you say? Sex in the City? That yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. I'm glad you said that, actually, because that's exactly how I pitched it to ITV. <laughs> I said... You've pitched yeah, this yeah. to me. I've pitched it to ITV. Um, the way I put it to them was exactly that. I said, picture Downton Abbey and Sex in the City. See, I I draw a lot of parallels between our two scripts Mm. this week. You know, they're both TV series. Mm -hmm. They're both going to be excellent, Mm -hmm. you know, once aired. And also, 
There's a lot of banging. Ba 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 banging. Ba ba banging. Ba 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 bang. She bangs. Ba 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 bang. I say there's um a lot of Sex in the City themes running rife through both of our scripts. I'd say so. My se SEO in the city. SEO in the city. <laughs> you fucking nailed it, haven't you? And what would you call it? Down um, going down on Abby. Is Abby going a character? Down on Abby. Yeah. Something like that. So it's like we've, we've both written quite like, you know, quite arousing scripts. I don't know if you're aroused. I personally am right now. Yeah, I can tell. Even over, you know, webcam. Webcam. Yeah. I mean, that's where you see most arousal anyway, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you go on any chat room. That's what um, webcam, as far as I'm concerned, webcams <laughs> were designed to share arousal. Yeah. I remember going on... Um, uh, what was that? Is it called chat roulette? Chat roulette. I remember going on that when I was a young boy. Not young. How um, young? Legal. Were you? Wait, yeah, what were legal. you doing on there? Hey, this isn't Johnny Appleseed here. This is... Sounds this a is, bit like it, to be honest with you. <laughs> sounds a bit like Johnny Appleseed. Have you ever been on chat roulette, Phil? Uh, yeah, a few did, times. Hang on. Did we meet on chat roulette? <laughs> <laughs> Let me reacquaint you with... <laughs> there it is. Uh, I wouldn't have pegged you... Mm-hmm. For the t- type of bloke that would write a period piece Sex in the City drama. No. But, well, no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> but now that I've read it, it's just, it, how did I not see it before? It screams me, doesn't it? It does. It does. I, it was a lot of fun to write and um, it was a lot of fun to read as well. <laughs> uh, I'm ju- you know, when it comes on ITV, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. That's for sure. That's for sure. So... So tell me a little bit more about it. So uh, we have Lady, uh, sorry, Lord Upperton is banging Clive, the guy who smells, and I'm not going to use the word again because it genuinely makes me upset. Um, well, like Stilton's taking a shit. Oh. Oh, bad, isn't it? Mm. Yes, uh, Lord Upperton is banging, banging, banging the footman. Um, Why? And he, thro- he definitely throws you off the scent. Uh, in the early part, <laughs> the early part of the script, because he doesn't want Lady Upperton to know uh, he's he's banging the footman. Right. Uh, one because being you know gays obviously is frowned upon. It's when when is the set? Uh, you know, in back in time. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, in the past. Yeah, yeah, you know, in the past. Okay. You know, horse-drawn carriage times. Um, I'm really drawing. You know, like um, what's that one? You know, she wrote Jane Austen. Yeah, but the one who um, solved all those mysteries. Yeah, Jane Austen who solved all those mysteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, with And that one about, you know, those, those like Florins that went missing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Wasn't there like was a... Was Jane a, Eyre? Yeah. Yeah, Jane Eyre. The, the Jane Eyre was that one about a painting that went... It was in a locked room, and when they opened the door, uh, the painting was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that one. Did you see the film of that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Alan Davis played a great role Alan in it. Alan Davis is so good in that. He's I so love, <laughs> love the way he solves he, that crime. He's such, such a versatile actor, Hang Alan on. Davis. Isn't that Jonathan Creek? Mm. Oh, I'm getting a bit confused. Yeah, so basically it's a lot like that. Okay, um, I like it. I like it a lot. I, what, I'd, I, what I'd like to explore in a bit more detail is yeah, um, how you see these kind of uh, sex scenes playing out on screen. Oh, good question. Um, I want it to be very real. Like you see a lot of like nice looking sex scenes, like, oh, tastefully shot. The lighting's nice. This one, 
I want it to be a bit more real, a bit more like <laughs> grunting and like what sex is really like. It's quite animalistic. It's primal. It's, it, that's the sort of place I want to get to, like Lord Upperton and Clive the Footman rolling over each other in bed. Like it, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Um, mm. That's what I want to give to all the people watching at home. Okay, so a, a these really, are really vile sex scene. A really vile, graphic, gratuitous yeah. sex scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I like it. I like it. I, uh, I think it draws some parallels with another show uh, called yeah. Power. Robin, have you heard of it? Power. Power. There's a show called Power. No, I, I I'm actually not familiar with it. What's well, it's, a, it's about a drug dealer and his friend. Yeah. Uh, he's called Ghost, and his friend's uh, I think it's called Charlie, something like that, and. They are together, they sell drugs, but they yeah. bang a lot of women. Yeah. And in between the scenes where they're, you know, sorting out, you know, drug deals, well, actually, Ghost is going a bit legit now. He buys a, uh, you know, a bar or a club and he's, you know, he's trying oh, to he's get out of the game. straight and narrow. Yeah. And yeah. Charlie, Charlie's just like, you know, stop that. Drugs are great. Let's keep selling them. And then, and then he's banging the wife or something like that. But uh, what happens in between that is that there's really gratuitous, very tastefully shot sex scenes. Yeah. Oh, really nice. Really lovely. Really slow pans up a muscular black back. Uh, Is that Ghost? That's Ghost. He's got a very wide back. Uh, And then you have um, Charlie. I think his name's not Charlie. Eminem. He looks like Eminem. And so he's like a skinny white boy, but skinny like really, white boy, like but really toned and sort of really toned, but really pale skin. So they really yeah. contrast with each other. It's like ebony and ivory. I love that song. It's one of my favourites. It's a beautiful song. Have no one has any idea who sung it? <laughs> uh, I do. No, you don't. No one does. <laughs> uh, so it's about these two guys, ebony and ivory, and. <laughs> That would be a way better show, actually. I think, I think it would. And they sell drugs, and uh, but yeah, they bang women in in between. And and and, and, and the all the sex scenes are really tasteful. And really sort of like... tasteful. You see a lot of butt, like a lot of like round, gluty butt. Yeah. You know, um, and it's very soft, very soft butts. Yeah. So soft but hard butts. Uh, what you're seeing in that is just like basically people at the peak of their physical shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where um, does this so where does this series go after this scene? This is the very first five pages of the very first script. Wow! Well, yeah, you see that at the very end, like the opening credits roll. Um, so from here, I think it's fair to say there's a lot of games being played. Oh, what like it's time to play the game. <laughs> like like Triple H um, from uh, the World Wrestling <laughs> Entertainment. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of people playing games. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Emily's one of them, for instance. What, what's uh, she up to? Oh, she's so she's playing the game from both sides. Uh, <laughs> great. Um, what what exactly? Uh, <laughs> she is. She's trying to. So she's at the bottom right now. So where you're seeing her standing, she's at the bottom of the pile. Right. Uh, quite literally in some of the scenes. Um, <laughs> And um, she's just basically playing both sides of the coin, you know, the, the, the servants and yeah. the people downstairs, and she's playing upstairs as well. So you got a little, a little taste at the end mm-hmm. of Lady Upton and Emily coming to some sort of understanding. And so uh, the information is uh, Lord Upton is banging the footman, Clyde, yeah. Clive. 
Clive. And yeah. uh, Emily is what, like, kind of an informant. She's an informant and soon-to-be lover of one of the characters. Mm. Um, and she's just using all this information for leverage. Yeah. And she wants to get all the way to the tiddly top of the ladder. She wants to, you know, there's nothing better in these series than seeing the underdog win. So okay. this is almost like I'm seeing a bit of a bit of Peaky Blinders in this a little. Oh, 100%. I mean, I can't say if it's of the same time. Who knows when Peaky Blinders was? I don't. No idea. It could no have been idea. the 80s. Could have been. But yeah, I, I do see a lot of Peaky Blinders in this. That sort of intensity. Um, yeah. And that sort of like foul play. So Emily's... Hey, that's foul play. <laughs> so Emily's Emily's in this to get to the top. Um, can you can you give me a bit of inside goss on, um, you know, what kind of stuff she does to get up there? Oh, well, I mean, I don't want to give you too much, but like I said, she does start an affair with one of the other characters. Can you guess who it is? Mrs. Hodgepot. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Uh, See, Mrs. Hodgepot, she's been in the game now... Ooh. She's not doing very well at the game, is she? She's not. She's not. She's not doing well at the game. <laughs> she seems to be doing particularly bad. If she's playing the game, yeah. she's been there what for forty-five years? Did you say it's time to play the game for forty-five years? And for, for, yeah, yeah. If she was actually playing the game, Triple H, now she'd get a pedigree through a table. So, that's mate, how badly. Been, that's how it, badly she's doing. It's like game. she's been pedigreed for forty-five years straight. <laughs> yeah. And you know what that does to your brain. It, it's oh good. god no but they start a sort of love affair like see everyone's is sort of at it clive and mrs hodgepot clive and lord upperton emily and mrs hodgepot mrs hodgepot and lord winchester coming in the second episode <laughs> oh. there's a lot of filth happening there's a lot of uh, cross lines love hexagons love hexagons <laughs> going on cross lines and love hexagons yeah which is the um the tagline i like the, it uh, mate, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, hey, isn't it great that we can uh, support ourselves off of this podcast thanks to the generous donations of all the people who listen? Hey, it's really generous. And I just want to say thank you again for everyone that's donated so far. Uh, we will reach our goal. Yeah, I think we're going to reach a fourth episode. Mark, again, big shout out to Mark's Cut and Comb. Yep. Um, not the best speaker ever, Mark. Really hear that you rustling your packet then? Um, it's nice. Sorry, what? I. No, I was just fine. trying to get the last bit of chocolate out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I just want to say thanks, Mark. Keep the dollar rolling in. We need it yeah. now more than ever, because you know I'm not working. Phil, are you working? Oh no, not at all. Yeah. So we really need any sort of donations, guys. So I'm not begging. <laughs> obviously, I'm never going to beg for donation money. But I'm on my hands and knees, guys. <laughs> And I'm begging. Oh, do you want please. Me, do you want to hear a fourth episode of this? Yeah. Do you it's almost me? like I'm hearing a no echo around my head. <laughs> 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 just like, just, you know, just one long, elongated no. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there will be a fourth episode. Yeah, we're going to do it, mate. Yeah, and there's so, so much in the pipeline. Uh, I Yeah, and your drinks brand. I, we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah. I want to see a bit more progress on the drinks brand next Hey, week. look, you know, you'll see a lot. You, you, you're you not going to see it. You're not going to see it. And then you're going to see too much of it. And then you're going to be like, damn, if only I had got behind. Invested. Yeah. If, <laughs> if only I invested I'd, early in uh, Phil's drinks brand. That hasn't got a name yet. Yeah, it does. 
What's it called? Um, drink. I haven't. I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> but it begins with drink. So I can't wait to hear the rest of the title next week. But it definitely begins with drink. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, it's delicious. But, but if you're making it, Phil, <laughs> then I. <laughs> it's bound to be delicious yeah i mean to be honest with you i'm gonna have to wrap this up pretty soon because i've got to go back uh to (laughs) To making factory yeah well stay safe out there guys uh both those scripts that you heard they're on the fire the second time we're playing the fire but they're on the fire sizzling away uh thanks again for listening uh you guys are the real mvps um i've been robin john hill and as always, I've been joined by my co my co-host, Philip Nikos Corbett. That's me. See you guys. Stay safe.